Hello, hello, my name is Tracia, pediatric speech language pathologist and the owner of Illuminate Family Workshop, a private practice located in Phoenix, Arizona. So today I'm gonna to be talking about the three things that I recommend you do before you start speech therapy or go in for an evaluation. So doing these things is really going to set your child up to having a positive experience. You know, I think that the relationship starts before I even meet the student. Like, for example, you know when you have a friend that's introducing you to their friend and before you meet them, you've already heard stories about how awesome they are and just like a little, maybe just like a couple tidbits about them. And that really primes you for that meeting. So when you do meet them, you're already like, oh my God, like, I, I feel like I've known you for a while now. <laughs> um, so I'm not saying that you have to go in and say this person is amazing, but prime, think about that concept, priming them for this experience. Um, the reason I need you to do this is because it is a lot tougher when students are super nervous and really resistant to a new situation. Every kiddo is gonna have a different kind of response to a new person or a new situation, right? So for our students who might be a little more cautious about meeting new people, maybe it might be important for us to meet over Zoom for 15 minutes or in person to just like check out the office, meet the person, really low pressure. Um, before the big event that is the evaluation or the start of it. So we're just, just, just practicing um, and keeping it a low pressure environment so that they do know what to anticipate. Um, you know, like if you're going somewhere and you have like no idea where the bathroom is or like where to park, that kind of makes it a little bit more, when you do know those things, you, you just are a little more comfortable. So think about that as it pertains to um, preparing kids for a speech evaluation. Okay, so. Oh, also, what really helps um, on an evaluation report, there's a section on there about observations. And then we also comment on how and if their demeanor could have impacted the results that we do have, um, could be influencing any of those results. So were they super quiet and hesitant to share a story of the pictures that I had them sequence? Um, or did it require a ton of prompting because they were nervous, which is okay, but if we can ease any of the nerves beforehand, then let's do that. So we can have the most accurate picture, um, a snapshot of them in this evaluation. Okay, so um, thing number one that I'm gonna have you do is to have an open and transparent conversation with them. If your student is someone who's been struggling with reading for a while, kind of use that as a segue into why they might be bringing in someone else new um, into, their, into their circle, right? Into your, into your inner bubble here. Um, you know, talking about how when things are frustrating, we and when maybe reading's been really frustrating and we talk about how everyone can ask for help and maybe weave in some examples of times that you've asked for help maybe you have a mentor that you go to um, or a executive coach or something um, that you utilize and you can talk about how you've received help you've asked for help or maybe an experience where you give help um, and are, have been in a coaching scenario. So relating it back to 
to an experience where we're just really normalizing the support that is needed to live in this world, right? To be part of a community that when someone knows something and you want to learn from them, then you can go seek their support. Um, so yeah, if the moment is right, just remind them that everybody needs help and can work as a team. Maybe, yeah, relate that experience. I think that really helps too. Um, thing number two is to explain what the evaluation is going to be like. So um, when a student comes in for an evaluation, I always take a few minutes to build rapport. Maybe we'll play a game um, and talk about how I'll be asking them a bunch of questions. Some of them are going to be easy. Some of them are going to be hard, but all you have to do is try your best. Um, I'm going to be asking these because I'm looking at different parts of your brain and how they process information. And um, I can, if it's a part where I can repeat questions, I'll let them know. You can, if you need me to repeat it, you can just ask. Um, I'll let them know how to ask for a break or let them know that that's available to them if they need to get up and move around, if they need a snack, if they need to you know, go to the bathroom or something. Um, I'll let them know that that's an option for them too. So just kind of going over the lay of the land. So this might be something that you can do on your end so that's kind of like what happens in the office space but before you come in you can let them know we're gonna go you know um, maybe you might be missing school for it so to come in for a private evaluation so you'll let them know that you're gonna go after breakfast you're gonna go to this to the office that we visited before you're gonna see Miss Tracia for a little bit and you're gonna have a lunch break and then I'll pick you up or I'll be in the lobby if you need anything um, so just like letting them know the sequence of events and where it's going to be and how it's going to just the lay of the land, what they can expect. Um, for the little ones, there's a ton of data that can be gathered through play-based therapy. So um, that it, it'll be a lot of play-based things. So you're going to, maybe you might say you're going to go meet, you're going to see Miss Tracia and you're going to play a bunch of games. Um, and she's going to ask you some questions and I'll be out in the lobby or I'll be in the room with you or out in the hallway. So, um, if you need me, um, that's where I'll be. Um, so it's just really helpful for them to know, um, what they'll be going to, who this person is. You know, you can, start to define who what a speech therapist is and um, maybe you if you know one or um, talk about how that might be relevant to the scenario um, and the third thing that I recommend is allow them to ask questions so just open the floor plan for him um, and you might find that I had a student that was like super resistant um, they were just like, no, I'm not going to that because they thought they were going to have to miss, um, their soccer game afterwards, but they, they weren't going to have to miss it. So when they found out that they weren't going to miss soccer to come to speech therapy, they were like, oh yeah, sure. I don't know. That, that sounds great. <laughs> so you might find that that's, that's a component that they were worried about. Um, or maybe they just might have some other questions since just opening the, the floor and, and, and listening is going to be really important for, um, for the experience to be as positive as possible. All right, and the fourth one, bonus one here, um, is to make sure you guys are well rested, have a good breakfast beforehand, um, and 
potentially something rewarding afterwards. Not as a bribe, I'm not saying that, but um, maybe you guys go to the park afterwards and uh, make like a special occasion of it. So yes, those are the four things, three that just popped in a bonus one there. The four things that I recommend you guys do before um, a speech evaluation or starting speech therapy. All right, let me know what you think about that. And if you have any questions, um, I'll see you guys next time.